Hi, I'm John Marn. I'm here today with Mike Cappuccio, founder of NETR Inc., a heating and cooling company in Massachusetts with a focus on Mitsubishi ductless heating and cooling products. Today we're talking about five cool things you didn't know about ductless heating and cooling systems. Welcome, Mike. Hey, John. How are you? Good, thanks. So, uh, Mike, today we want to talk about some things that most people don't know about uh, ductless heating and cooling systems. So let's let's discuss each one of these. The, the first one is that you can use a ductless AC as a dehumidifier in your garage in, in the summer months. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I actually saw this being done down in Florida a few weeks ago, and I had talked to a friend of mine and said, <laughs> you know, how are you doing this? And a lot of people buy dehumidifiers for their garage, you know, or they buy a dehumidifier for their basement. But the way that it can be done is with Mitsubishi Electric, there's an actual control that you can put a dehumidifier on the wall-mounted air conditioner to make it dehumidified, to not run off a temperature, to run off humidity. So, right. so you just change the mode from cooling or heating and you change it to dehumidify. Because a lot of people sometimes aren't so concerned about temperature, they're more concerned about humidity. So, you know, I want you to think about the summertime in your garage, how hot it gets and humid it gets. And I mean, I I know even like after a rainstorm and you pull the car into the garage, it's just, oh, it's super hot. Feels damp. Feels damp. And, you know, I mean, a lot of times people don't even like to get into a hot automobile or sometimes people actually store cars in their garages, you know, very expensive cars that need to have certain humidity so the leather seats don't crack or the dashboards don't crack and things like that. A lot of times they just like perfect humidity, not temperature. I mean, a lot of these storage spaces, when you go to store certain paper and certain things like that, you know, you might store certain things in your garage. I mean, I know we did a job one time for a historic society that just had all historical papers and things like that, that they weren't concerned about the temperature. They were more concerned about the humidity. Right. It doesn't matter if it's hot or if it's cold. It's just it, that moisture gets into those yeah, papers. Just and, didn't yeah. want the moisture in there. Exactly. So, And especially where you said, like down in Florida, like it's notoriously hot and humid in the summer in Florida. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, your garage can get up to, uh, you know, 100 degrees. And, you know, it's, it's not that it's 100 degrees. It's that it's 100% humidity in there. You know, if I can cool that space to, 80 degrees in, you know, okay, it's 80 degrees, but it's 50% relative humidity. I mean, that's where I would want the space to be. I mean, it's not, you know, a lot of times it's not temperature that makes something comfortable. It's humidity. Mm. You know, think think about an 80 degree day or an 82 degree day with 30% relative humidity outside. That's a beautiful day. Right. You know, think about an 85 degree day with a, 100% 100% relative humidity. That's an, <laughs> Stifling. Awful, that's an awful day. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah. everyone says, hey, go you know, go to Vegas. It's dry heat. It's 100 degrees, but it's dry. You know, and I, I, I truly believe that. It is hot. Don't get me wrong, but it is dry too. Right. Sometimes like 100 degrees, but dry can be more comfortable than 80 degrees and humid, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you yeah. go outside, it's, it's 80, 85 degrees and, and humid as heck, but you just go outside and you're like, oh, just it feels like it's a hundred out there, and it's not. It's only eighty five degrees. It's just sticky and all the moisture right. in the air. And then the advantage too of of, of having the dehumidifier, uh, you know, in your garage in the summer months. You know, maybe you don't like you said you don't care about the temperature so much, but you want it to be dehumidified. But then in the winter, maybe you do want 
do you care a little bit more about the temperature? You don't want it to get freezing cold in your garage in the winter. So you could turn on the heat at that point and you can ha- use the ductless system to heat your garage in the, in the winter. Absolutely. Yeah, you can use it to heat your garage. I mean, uh, my garage, my own home typically gets really cold and my master bedroom is above it. So sometimes my master bedroom just gets oh. cold. The floor gets cold. So I, I maybe put the heat on 50, 55 degrees in the garage and, you know, it's actually good too. Like, you know, you come home from a day and, it, you know, maybe you got some snow and slush on your car or some ice on your car and it just kind of melts things off and keeps your car nice and dry. And it also, you know, dries off all the water and everything all on it and just kind of makes it nice. I mean, you know, right. like likes a freezing cold garage, not me. Sure. All right. So the the second uh, cool thing you didn't know about Duckless is that Mitsubishi has an eye on their indoor units that can see you in the room. Tell, tell me about that. Yeah. So actually, it's called the IC sensor, okay? And it's on the FS models. It's on the real high-efficiency models. And it's basically, it it looks like a, um, I don't know if you've ever gotten a, you know, a time where you've ever gone to a spot where you have to fill up a little cup with ketchup that you dip your French fries in. Sure. It's kind of a little cup like that. It's probably about, you know, one inch around, maybe about an inch high. And it kind of sits on the bottom of the unit, and it kind of scans the room, and it's got an infrared sensor that kind of looks around the room. It's always looking around the room. It and sweeps trying, back and forth. Sweeps back and forth the yeah. space. It's looking for hot spots. It's looking for cold spots. And then it's actually directing the air towards those spots of where those hot and cold spots are. And then it's also mm-hmm. looking for human beings and seeing where the human beings are in the room. If it doesn't sense any human beings, because it's looking at, it wants to see, okay, oh, wow, there's 98 degrees. There's a human being. Okay, it says, okay, there are people in here. Keep the temperature where it needs to be. But if it doesn't sense somebody in the room for a period of time, it'll actually set the temperature back on the unit for the energy efficiency to make the unit not work as hard and not run as hard. So it automatically does it just by looking around the room. It's a super, super smart system. And then when you walk in the room, it can tell that, okay, there's somebody in the room now. Let's crank that AC back up or let's crank, crank that heat back up again. I mean, think of, think of these, you know, everything now is energy efficient, energy efficient. You know, how are we going to save energy? How are we going to save energy? Look at lights and, you know, motion sensors and things. I mean, I know, mm. you know, in my office, in my, in my building now, when I come in, my, my lights, you know, I, they turn on when I walk in the room. If I just kind of stay still and I'm not doing anything, the lights will go out. And I'll be mm. like, whoa, okay, so it's not sensing any motion. It's not sensing the person. It's sensing more motion. Right. But when you leave and, you know, you're out of the room for seven to eight minutes, all of a sudden the lights go out. Okay, well, the lights are out for a reason. Why are they out? Because there's no person in the room saving energy. Basically the same thing with it, with a heating and cooling system. I mean, you think about, you know, the energy that some of these things draw. It's not super high, but look, any any savings is a savings because, People don't realize that the your air conditioning system can heating system can be that smart. Yeah, and, and like you said, there's plenty of rooms in the home where you know maybe I just I walk into, I might be in there for fifteen or twenty minutes, like the kitchen or something like that. I'm getting a snack, and then I'm and then I'm out. I'm yeah. leaving. And so having that ability for it to sense that I'm walking to the room without having to go over and take the remote control and turn it up and then turn it back down yeah. again and remember to do that. It just does it automatically. I mean, think of that. How could a, how could a regular heating and air conditioning system do that that has one thermostat in the hallway and it's serving <laughs> multiple rooms in different areas? I mean, that's how you know, you're gaining the comfort through the zoning and not having anyone in there and just forgetting, oh, I forgot to turn it off. Well, you don't have to forget. It's just going to do it on its own. 
All right, our third uh, cool thing is there's a smart thermostat that works with the Mitsubishi heat pump systems. Tell me a little bit about the smart thermostat. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of different ways to actually control your system remotely, but um, we just found this new system called FlarePuck Pro that is actually, it's a little round thermostat and it's wireless. It mounts onto the wall and it works on infrared from the handheld remote control that you can now mount the thermostat on the wall. And it will also set back and do things very similar to what the IC sensor will do. But it's just a little tiny Puck Pro. It all works through infrared and it can also be used as an integrated control to integrate that system to your existing boiler or thermostat that might be in that zone of where that might be. So everything's wireless and it's just, it looks like, it almost looks like a hockey puck. It's just about as, it's almost identically the size of a puck and it's all wireless. Or like one of those old school thermostats that you might've had in your house with the little round, the little round thing. It's called the puck pro. It's actually a pretty neat little thing. I mean, Mitsubishi has their own thing with Kubo cloud too, but now you're still using that on your smart device. You still got to go to your smart device. You've got to hold it in your hand, bring it up, use that. This is a little bit different, you know, and we're seeing problems sometimes with supply chain issues where we can't get Kumu cloud. And, you know, we're looking at other options as to, Hey, what can we use to integrate the SOS heat pumps? Well, you know, flat puck pro came up. We did some training on it. I really liked it. It was a nice little, little, Nice little tool. And you can connect to it with your phone as well, with your smartphone, so you can change the temperature or on your computer. You could go and change your temperature while you're away. Say you're at work and you forgot to change the temperature down. You could do that. Theirs has a nice little graph too. It does show the graph of the room and the temperature of the room. It's got a nice little back-end system to it. and It's relatively inexpensive, a few hundred dollars. All right, our our fourth thing that you didn't know is Mitsubishi ductless units have a dual barrier coating on them to help them prevent from uh, getting dirty on the inside and collecting dust. Tell me a little bit about that. This is a huge change, John, in the industry. And this just came about probably about a year ago. Um, You know, your basic ductless mini split, your wall mounted air conditioners that actually mount up onto the wall. When you let those run for five, 10 years, you don't maintain them properly. They get a lot of dirt in them, a lot of dust in them. You know, there is water in there because there is condensation that drips off that goes outside. And, you know, with water and a dark environment, everything's closed up. You tend to get some mold in there every now and then if you're not maintaining it properly. But now they've actually put a dual barrier coating on the inside of the coil. So no dust and dirt will build up on it. On the blower wheel, which would get extremely dirty, they've put a coating on that, so now dust, no dust and dirt will actually stick to it. And they've put it on the drain pans and the plastic on the housing of the unit. And, I mean, it's just incredible of that the way that the dirt that comes in through the filters that gets by the filters and everything that's in the air doesn't actually stick to the unit inside. It just stays onto the filters and you can wash it. So you've reduced the actual maintenance of that indoor unit with that dual barrier coating to pretty much nothing. You know, you might have to wash it maybe five, 10 years down the line, but I mean, anyone that was doing it yearly or, you know, two years and stuff like that, these dual barrier coatings are uh, there. They're tremendous of what they're doing. And think about it. You don't have all that dirt and grime and stuff inside of the unit. I mean, I've taken some of these units apart and they're just, uh, some of them are just awful, 
awful dirty and gross. I think we did a video with one where we hydro cleaned one and it was just awful. The, the black dirt and dust that came out of them. The dual barrier coating is going to prevent that from happening. And I believe it's a patented system that they've put into their units. So no other manufacturer has this right now. Very important. Okay. All right. And then our uh, final cool thing that you didn't know about ductless heating and cooling systems is that uh, ductless indoor units can come in different colors. So they're not just white anymore. There's a lot of different manufacturers in the, in the industry today. I mean, you're seeing, you know, Mitsubishi's, you know, one of them, they're kind of the leader. I mean, everyone knows it. I mean, LG's out there now, they've got their units. Um, pretty much, you know, Lennox Carrier, everyone makes a ductless air conditioner now. Um, some of the cool things is, you know, Mitsubishi has units that are white indoors. They have them that are, they're black that can match the black TVs, the black appliances in the room. They have a silver that looks like stainless steel that looks really nice in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. LG has one that actually looks like a mirror. You can kind of see yourself in it when you look at the actual indoor unit. <laughs> um, they also have one that's about 24 inches by 24 inches that looks like a picture, comes off the wall about five inches. You can actually put your own picture into it and it blows air out the sides. Yeah, it looks like you have a framed photograph on the yep, wall. They have that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Carrie has a nice white unit, has a nice beautiful digital display built right into the front that shows the temperature in the room. So there's a lot of, you know, they're, they're trying to make these units more appealing to the spaces that they're going into. I mean, there's also floor mount units now too. Floor mount units, they're typically white. I think you're going to start seeing them in different colors as times change. Um, they make kits that they can be recessed into the walls now and just kits and grills that go over the front of them. So there's a lot of ways they're making them more appealing to people. And I mean, I've seen them wrapped. I've seen people wrap units as far as with, you know, like a, a, a wrap of like you would wrap a vehicle with the same mm. color of the wallpaper in a home. So a lot of cool things that are happening with indoor units today. Yeah. And like you said, having having those, uh, the sort of one that looks like stainless steel in a kitchen so that it matches your appliances, just just kind of, kind of trying to make it blend in yeah. with, with the decor. I mean, I put a black one in my own, on my home office at home. It kind of sits above my, you know, my black 42 inch TV as kind of, you know, black would look nice in there. I have, I have black um, granite countertops in my office. So the kind of the black just kind of really blended in nice. I thought if I, if I put a white unit in there, it's just not going to look nice. It's going to look kind of ugly. I said the black kind of just blends right in. You don't even realize it's there. Right. And especially if you had maybe sort of a darker uh, paint on the walls or something like yeah. that, it would blend yeah. in nicely. Yeah. Black TV, black units, black print right. is sitting there. Everything's black. It just kind of, everything blends in, you know? Right. All right. Well, that's really great information and uh, some fun things to uh, learn about ductless heating and cooling systems. Thanks, Mike. Great. Thanks, John. And for more information, you can visit the NETR website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387. 